0: Isaiah chapter 54, verses one through eight. Sing, O barren one who did not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not been in labor. For the children of the desolate one will be more than the children of her who is married, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you will spread abroad to the right and to the left, and your offspring will possess the nations and will people the desolate cities. Fear not, for you will not be ashamed, be not confounded, for you will not be disgraced. For you will forget the shame of your youth, and the reproach of your widowhood will be no more. For your maker is your husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and the Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer, the God of the whole earth he is called. For the Lord has called you like a wife deserted and grieved in spirit, like a wife of youth when she is cast off, says your God. For a brief moment, I, desert, I deserted you, but with great compassion, I will gather you. In overflowing anger for a moment, I hid my face from you, but with everlasting love, I will have compassion on you says the lord your redeemer this is the word of the lord thanks be to god thomas we're moving in closer to christmas uh this is 7 days yeah christmas. we're like we're like a week out yeah so we're buying stocking stuffers today is the big advent service at church amazing so christmas is in the air and what better book to be in when christmas is in the air than isaiah ah uh. You know, or what were you going to say? Sorry.
1: Well, this is just so beautiful because I was reading in my, um, in my just own personal devotion time, the, the advent story in Luke two. And this is so reminiscent of the message. The angels brought to the shepherds. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The shepherds were told fear not. Mm-hmm. And you hear in verse four, fear not, Um uh, you will not be ashamed, uh, be not confounded, for you will not be disgraced, for you will forget the shame of your youth and the reproach of your widowhood you will remember no more. Uh, it's just this kind of beautiful moment of very similar idea to what the angel said. Fear not, for behold, mm. I bring you good news. I bring you the gospel, Yeah. good man. news of great joy that will be for all people.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, this is coming off Isaiah 53, where the suffering and the atonement of Christ Mm. is really pointed to and prophesied, you know, the really famous passage, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was crushed for our iniquities, you know, and so on. And so this is, you know, the heading, if you're not uh, reading along in a Bible, the heading of the section um, from our friends over at the ESV. It's the co- eternal covenant of, of peace. peace. Yeah. and so this is That's good. what what is, you know, this promised offspring? Hmm. What is the consequence? and it, it is an eternal covenant of peace. Some of my favorite verses in the Bible are actually nine through ten of this, which I'll read really quickly. And so it's coming right off of what we just read. And I think this is such an amazing, you know, callback, biblical callback to Noah and how that applies to the gospel of Christ. It says, this is like the days of Noah to me. As I swore that the waters of Noah should no more go over the uh, the earth, so I have sworn mm. that I will not be angry with you and I will not rebuke you for the mountains may depart, the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall not depart from you and my covenant of peace mm. shall not be removed. And I think this is really important. Christ does not just come to you know, offer a second chance, to give us uh get out of jail cards, to go and you know right our wrongs in the former covenant. And I think this is where our name, Christ's covenant, is so important. The yeah. covenant or yeah. the Christ comes with a new covenant, a new contract from God that we will be dealt with according to his righteousness. And so the anger that Israel has evoked here that has caused God to briefly hide his face from his people will no more come over them. That's right. And I think that's such an amazing promise.
1: Yeah. And you know, they're, they're a picture of all
0: people. Yeah, absolutely.
1: We've, we've all, the Lord has hid his face from all of us, uh, through because of, of our sin and his wrath is rightly poured out on our lack of holiness. Mm -hmm. Uh, and yet Isaiah 53 teaches that Jesus took the wrath of God, mm-hmm. we saw him as despised and rejected by God, but really he was taking on our wrath or, or on the wrath, he was taking on our punishment, the wrath of God on himself mm. that we might be heirs to this promise in Isaiah 54. And as we look at this in light of Christmas being one week away, one week away, um And we look at this in light of today being the big Advent service and celebrating what the Lord has done in coming the first time, and He will come again a second time. I love this verse six. You know, I don't know what other people have called you, Will. I remember some people in my past, and I'm sure it's in everybody's past. We've all been called things that were hurtful, and we've Mm -hmm. all believed at times some of those things. Mm -hmm. And Sometimes kids can say the meanest things to their parents and uh, or a spouse can, can say terrible things to their spouse. I mean, mm-hmm. whether they mean it or not, mm-hmm. we've all been called things that have cut us deeply. And sometimes the worst of all is that some of those things hold a little bit of truth.
0: Mm. Yeah, exactly.
1: They, they show the monsters that live in us. Yeah. But I love this verse six, the Lord... He called you and it's like, well okay what is he gonna call me mm. he calls us like a wife that's deserted and grieved in spirit like a wife of a youth when she is cast off says your God like so the the Lord uh he calls us and he says hey you you have been rejected you have sinned, you have and you're like oh my gosh there, where's the good news mm-hmm. he calls out the monsters
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he names them accurately mm-hmm And it says, for a brief moment I deserted you, but with great compassion I gathered you. How does he gather us? Well, he calls us back. Mm -hmm. In spite of all that stuff, he calls us back. In an overflowing anger for a moment, I hid my face from you, but with everlasting love I will have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. And I love that the Lord can, in the most truthful way, call out the monsters in us, but through the blood of Jesus, taking on the wrath of God, he calls out those monsters and calls us his own, and calls us his beloved. Mm. And it's just this beautiful, secure truth of he knows
0: everything about me, and he loves me anyway. Mm-hmm. And you know, I love how this passage starts. It says, you know, sing Barum, one mm. and, and verse two, enlarge the place of your tent. Let the mm. curtains of your habitations be stretched out. In our modern context, this would basically be saying, start building on some more rooms to your house. That's right. Like, turn that basement into a bed. That's right. And yeah, basically, I, I think what we can read here is there's this idea of preparing for the blessing of God and, and living into the promise of God. It makes me think of joy to the world. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth the receiver king. No more let sin and sorrow grow, nor thorns and infest the ground. And, Yeah, infest. Sorry, I I was like, confess, wait, no. Invest, no. Mm -hmm. Infest the ground. That's right. And so we we not only have this amazing promise of a covenant of peace, but there's this invitation to begin to live into it and to prepare for it. Yeah. That's what Advent is all about, is we're receiving the guarantor of that covenant, who is Jesus, and yet we're also preparing for Mm. his reign and his kingdom. And so... You know, I think a great question that we're not gonna answer on here, but is a great question to meditate on is, how do we begin to to build those rooms onto the house? How do we begin to live towards the kingdom and the reign and the covenant of Christ that yeah. will stand forever?
1: Amen. Well, I'm excited because some of that's actually gonna get answered in the Christmas Day sermon. Boy, oh boy. Very excited. Our own Jeremy Brooks is gonna be preaching to us, which will
0: be awesome. Jeremiah Brooks, come greatest. On. All right, well, another great reading as we continue towards Christmas Day. For Thomas Nelson, this is Will Carlisle, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word.